Hey, hey, listeners, we are taking you behind the scenes of another one of the companies that I have done some work for. You know how every once in a while I love to take you behind the scenes, what happened, what my thought process was, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So I love doing these behind the scenes because I really want you to hear not only my thought process, but also like strategically why I did what I did and why I'm presenting, you know, this particular type of information for this particular type of company and how I look at this. I was hired by a very large insurance company and I cannot name their name because that was part of our agreement. They are very protective of their brand and it's a two-way street. I'm not sure if you heard me talk about this on a previous episode, um, but it was it's a two-way street for trust. I trust that they're not going to misuse my intellectual property with anybody outside of their company. And I also agreed to not use their name, their logo in any of my marketing. That's, I never run, run into this before, but you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of my word and I, I want to protect them and their brand as well. So part of my agreement, I'll just talk about the agreement first. Part of my agreement with them was, you know, they had to give me the video um, because this was a virtual event. So that in and of itself, that that was a little bit of a stumbling block, but we all figured it out how we were going to do this. And because they actually did some editing because they wanted to take out some of the stuff that had nothing to do with me. And that was fabulous. That's less editing that I had to do. And also the second part was that they had to refer me to three other groups of people or companies that would benefit from what I did for them. And because they're very protective of their brand, that was like, well, gee, like, well, who are we going to refer you to? I said, it can be internal. So that's what we had agreed on. So that, that those are a couple of things that are inside of like the actual verbiage is inside of my speaker agreements. And if you're on my email list, every once in a while, I do like a flash sale uh, for the agreement and it runs you through, it's got a training video that runs you through the different parts of my speaker agreement. There are three different parts. They, all three of them are very important. I even teach you how to customize the last segment. And in that last segment was where it was like, hey, you got to refer me. Hey, if you're going to record this, you got to give me a copy. Um, if, if it was a live event, I would ask for copies of any photographs that they might have taken. So that's all just part of the agreement. But let me take you to the before part, the first meeting. And I had already submitted a proposal to them. And my proposal has three different options. If you haven't listened to the episode on the power of three, make sure that is the very next episode that you listen to, the power of three. There's a reason why I gave them three different options. And I share this with all of my clients when they are crafting proposals. 
for either meeting planners or companies or even clients that they're working with. It's like, here are the three different ways that we can work together. And they kind of go from least, the smaller investment, all the way up to the larger investment. And in this particular case, it was, their options were, I just do just the talk. The second option was I do the talk plus a follow-up Q&A. And the third option was I do the talk, the Q&A, and they can buy a discount of my book in bulk. So it happened to say like, so if they bought, the book is normally like $15 on Amazon. So if they bought a hundred books, they would get them at $10 each. So right, there was like, you know, 10 times 10 is like, you know, like a hundred dollars. They ended up buying and going with the third option. And they actually ordered a hundred copies of my book that they were going to raffle off to people to encourage them to answer the survey that they have at the end of the presentation. And the reason why I did the Q&A is because like, this is something that I offer to everybody because people are only going to take in a certain percentage of the information right then and there. And as they're listening to me speak, it's like, wow, this all sounds really great, really great. I'm going to do this. But then after the presentation, and maybe not so much that afternoon, but the next day or the next week, we're creatures of habit. We fall right back into our old habits. So all that stuff like, you know, this was on, you know, in public speaking, big surprise, but like looking in the camera, putting the camera on, I taught them some breathing exercises so that they sounded more confident. You know, life gets in the way. And then all of a sudden we forgot some of the things that we said that we were going to do, or they tried those things, they hit some hiccups, and then they don't know what to do because, you know, like they don't have this other, this additional information, if you will, you know, like they don't have like Lorian like sitting right next to them to give them feedback. So I love to do this Q&A. And that's what is the next step. This particular um, contract or project is not completely done. It will be finished probably within the next couple of weeks. Most likely by the time that this episode goes live, I will have already done the Q&A. So the Q&A is so that the audience participants can actually ask me questions. Like, hey, this is what I ended up doing. And some of these questions are going to be shared anonymously. They're going to be submitting their questions beforehand. And also anybody might be asking questions right then and there. So I love to respond to Q&A. Q&A doesn't scare me. I'm never worried, like, what if I don't know the answer? You know, I've always got like one, a database full of stories, a database of tips and ideas, and I'm really good at thinking on my feet. Now, that's not everybody. That actually is something that I learned to do, that I trained myself to do again you can teach your nervous system new tricks. So having a Q&A call like this, it's going to be about 45 minutes, doesn't scare me. If anything, it's like, come on, bring it on. Let's talk more about this. Because deep inside my heart and my soul, I want this group of people to be very successful. And anything that I can help them, I want to share that with them. But I also want to hear people say like, okay, I sent that email 
that you had suggested that I send. And this is what happened. You know, it might be that their boss didn't respond to them and just said, yeah, okay, like maybe we'll do this next week. Maybe they didn't get the response that they wanted. And so one of their questions might be like, so what do I do next? I also gave them an exercise and told them like, find a mentor and go over this exercise with them. Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients. Let somebody else's eyes and opinion and thoughts on you, let them share that information with you so that you can grow. Because too many times, like we're making all these decisions based on ourselves. It's like I hang around with myself so much, you know, big surprise. But we can also get caught because we're so in our business, if you're an entrepreneur, or we are so in our career that sometimes we can't see some of the things, some of the talents that we have, some of the things that come really natural to us, some of the potential that we have. So that's what this Q&A call is for, is also for me to remind them, did you have that conversation with somebody? Did you reach out to somebody to ask them, would you, could you be my mentor? Have you thought about where you want to go in the company? Maybe you're at a different season where your your children are small and you're like, but this is where like, I'm very happy doing what I'm doing, Lorianne, right now. But, you know, in about five years when my kids are in school, you know, they'll be in high school or they'll be in elementary, like whatever, you know, or they'll be out of the house. Here's what I'd like to do. Here's the next step that I, here's the direction that I want to go with my career in about five years. So what could I do between now and then? And it's this kind of deep conversation that I can have with the audience that is really going to help them propel and move forward. And that was the whole reason why this, this group of people, why they hired me, these, these, um, the meeting planners, if you will, is what I'll call them, but they are a committee of people you know, for education, encouraging the, you know, like more people within the company to move up. They are investing so much money in their people. And I just, I, that's just like a side note. I just love that. But it's like, you know, like they hired me because of these multiple touch points. So I have spent a lot of time working on this particular proposal, this project, having meetings with them, having tech meetings. Um, I sat in on another uh, meeting that they had where they actually brought in some of their other um, female leaders and they just asked them, it was just, it was a beautiful, you know, like experience. And that was something that I said, if you're going to have this, I would really like to sit in on this so that in the event that one of the audience members asked me a question, you know, I'll at least have this information also to be able to share with them. But this is all part of, you know, but the behind the scenes of working with a company, 
of working with meeting planners. You know, like our job as the speaker is to make them look like rock stars is so that when we show up, you know, like everybody is patting them on the back because it's like, wow, where did you get such a great speaker? Oh my God, you always hire the best speakers. You know, and I've used some of those jokes like at different places that I've spoken for. You know, it's hard to find a good speaker, a speaker that isn't just using some canned presentation, you know, and then inserting it within this industry, you know, and then it's, there's like a disconnect. No, because I customized my presentation for each organization that I work with. So I just wanted to share all of this with you. There's so much that goes into this. And one of the things about being one of my private clients is that I am walking with you side by side. You know, when you have, when you do that initial reach out, you know, here's the presentation, here's my proposal for this particular conference, you know, when they say yes, when they say no, like sitting down with them, like let's book a call so that we can talk a little bit more about your conference, about your needs. And then my clients always like they show up as like that powerful speaker that they are like, you know, they get to be that professional speaker so to speak, you know, even if it's the first time that they've ever spoken, but I always want them to come across as they've done this a hundred times before, if not a thousand times. And this is just part of their pre-event. Like we're just going to have a meeting. That's how we do. That's how I do things. Cause there are some volunteer meeting planners and they don't know how to do this. They don't know what to expect. So you as the speaker need to show them exactly what to do. This is how I work with people. This is how I help you make this a stellar event. You know, so you have me working with you side by side. You know, that's why my clients, like we, you know, like we meet on Zoom a couple of times a month, but they also have Voxer access to me so that they can say, oh my God, you know, they said yes to me. So now what do I do? And I might be saying, well, okay, so they said, yes, let's book a call with them. Let's have that pre-event meeting so that you get to decide, do I want to do this event or not? You know, because I need to gather some extra information about what's, you know, like who's in the audience, what's the problem? When are they having me speak? Like, there's like a list of things. And I walk them through from that beginning to end to even like, you know, like when I talk about the end, it's about like a feedback meeting. That was something that I did with this particular insurance company. We had a feedback meeting. They wanted to give me the feedback that they had heard. And I got to give them the feedback on what it was like being like the speaker working with the committee, which was absolutely fabulous. So there's just like so much that goes into this. And I just enjoy the whole process. And for you to enjoy the whole process also, and not to get nervous or scared about all the different moving pieces, because it's a whole lot more than just the speech. But the speech is, I would say, the most important part, because that audience needs to feel your confidence. They need to hear your thought leadership. Your job is to give the audience information to help them change their perspective, to help them decide whether or not I, I agree with this, or I don't agree with this, or I'm willing to try this, or I'm not willing to try this. Well, let me see how I can add this in so that because they because you as a speaker have basically presented a really great case for the audience to say, you know what, 
I'm going to try this. I hear this. I love this idea. I can see it happening. That's why meeting planners bring in speakers for transformation. But you have to step into your power also. So if this is something that you're like, I am sick and tired of throwing money at marketing that isn't working. I need to be positioned as the expert. I need to get in front of groups of people that are my ideal clients. Then I want to encourage you to book a call with me. Book a call and we will talk about your business, your goals, and if speaking would help you, if speaking would add to your marketing, or is it going to be just another to-do? Are you the right person? I only work with a few people at a time. So right now, I had one client who just finished up working with me, and I have space for one more person right now before you have to go onto a wait list. And right now is a beautiful time to actually start crafting your presentation reaching out and finding the right places to actually speak for. How do you pitch them? I will walk you through all of this. When we are done working together, you will have, this is if you're working with me privately, but on our call, I will help you decide which one of my programs, whether it's privately or one of my group programs, is perfect for you in your situation. When we're done, whether it's one of my group programs or working with me privately, you will have a completed signature speech. You will have something that is like verbal art that is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting because you want to have your audience raving about you, remembering you, and referring you. So if you want to learn more about one of my programs or if you're a good fit for one of my programs, book a call with me. That link to book a call is down below in the show notes and it is chat with la.com. So till next week, be in demand. Are you ready to leverage speaking at your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients.